Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, April 17th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. Instacart launched a prescription drug delivery service in partnership with Costco. The service was in pilot in Washington and Southern California and now offers service from almost 200 Costco locations across Arizona, California, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, New York, Washington, and Washington, D.C., with plans for a national rollout in the U.S. in the coming months. Users will receive a text from Costco when their prescription is ready with a link to schedule a delivery. Clicking through will take the customer to Costco's site, where they can add other items from the retailer to an Instacart order. Prescriptions can be scheduled for delivery up to a week out, come in a sealed tamper-proof bag with a scan of a customer ID needed for verification. HP unveiled the ZBook Studio, ZBook Create, and NV15 as part of HP's Create ecosystem, which launched last year. Both ZBooks come with next-gen Intel Core and Xeon processors, either Quadro or GeForce graphics cards, and claims of up to 17.5 hours of battery life. Both are expected in August at HP.com, though no word on pricing. The HP NV15 has a 10th generation Intel Core i9, GeForce RTX 2060 graphics, an optional 4K OLED display, up to 32GB of DDR4 memory, and a vapor chamber and two 12-volt fans for cooling gaming. The NV15 arrives in June and starts at $1,350, available at Amazon, Costco, Office Depot, and other U.S. retailers. Meanwhile, Lenovo introduced the 15.6-inch Legion 5 gaming laptop with AMD's Ryzen 4000 H-series chips that deliver 6 or 8 cores of processing, GeForce RTX 2060 graphics, a 1080p display, and a 1TB SSD, all for $850, arriving in May. Also coming in May is the 15-inch Legion 5i, starting at $830, a 17-inch version for $1,130, and $1,600 for the Legion 7. The more entry-level 15.6-inch IdeaPad Gaming 3 has a Core i7 H-Series processor, GeForce GTX graphics, a 512GB SSD, and a 120Hz 1080p display for $730. Qualcomm released the Qualcomm 212 LTE IoT modem, a dime-sized chipset designed for ultra-low power efficiency. The modem requires less than one microamp for sleep current, supports a wide range of batteries, and can adapt power usage according to source power levels. It supports RF frequency bands from 700 MHz to 2.1 GHz for global roaming and includes an ARM Cortex-M3 processor and a native set of IoT data networking protocols to enable embedded IoT applications with an extremely small footprint. The modem is expected to be available in the second half of 2020. In an interview with Reuters, Google's GM and VP of G Suite, Javier Soltero, announced that Google Meet video conferences would get a gallery view to display up to 16 participants in a single frame later this month. He also announced that Meet and Gmail integration began rolling out, letting G Suite users start and join conferences from the left-hand panel in Gmail directly. ICANN announced it delayed its decision to sell the .org registry from the Internet Society to the private equity firm Ethos Capital, with a decision now set for May 4th. The delay comes after ICANN received a letter from California's Attorney General Javier Becerra, which urged ICANN not to approve the sale, saying a for-profit owner could undermine the accessibility and affordability of the .org domain, which is used by nonprofits, and that the state was concerned that this transfer puts profits ahead of the public interest. The Libra Association updated its white paper, abandoning the plan to create a stablecoin tied to a basket of currencies and securities. Instead, Libra will release multiple stablecoins, each tied to a single currency. 
a composite coin would then be made up of fractions of those currency-backed stablecoins. The first proposed currencies are the U.S. dollar, the Singapore dollar, the euro, and the pound sterling. Apps that want to use Libra will need to register and get licensed by local financial authorities, just like any other currency. Facebook announced the cancellation of its F8 developer conference back in February, announcing that it would instead host smaller local events with video and live stream content. Facebook has now announced that those events would be canceled in light of shelter-in-place orders, and that all events planned with 50 or more people will be canceled throughout June 2021. The company plans to do a series of online developer updates throughout the year. Apple is reopening its first store outside of Greater China in Seoul, South Korea, Apple's single store in the country, on Saturday, April 18th, with reduced hours from 12 to 8 p.m. Apple closed all retail stores outside of Greater China on March 13th due to the coronavirus pandemic. Amazon announced a new long-form speaking style for Amazon Voice Services designed for news and music content with third-party developers. This style automatically incorporates longer pauses when moving to a different paragraph or moving from one dialogue to another. Amazon is also making its news and conversational speaking styles from its Amazon Poly text-to-speech cloud service available for AVS skills. Microsoft announced it developed a system that can distinguish between security and non-security software bugs 99% of the time using a machine learning algorithm, with the ability to identify critical high-priority security bugs 97% of the time. This system was trained on 13 million work items and bugs from 47,000 developers across GitHub and Azure DevOps repositories, with a dataset approved by security researchers. Microsoft says the model is in production internally and plans to open-source the methodology on GitHub. And finally, Microsoft and the NBA announced a deal that would see the league use Microsoft Surface tablets and use Azure cloud services. This will see the NBA move previously on-premises workloads, like encoding video or indexing events, to the cloud. An NBA spokesperson also said the league was looking at how Azure would allow NBA to augment the online fan experience, like delivering games in a viewer's native language, integrating chat, and showing relevant statistics, as well as using it to augment the league's archival footage. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, remember to subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at DailyTechNewsShow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.